Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at DDDNFL on Twitter and of course follow the group at UK Packers and I spoke to you yesterday. Here I am again. So this is a quick snaps. I was going to release the episode about the trip, the recap of the trip, but you know what? I'm going to quick snap you with a bit of quick snaps and as usual, have me old buddy, me old pal at IT Hedgehog Peter Jones. Peter buddy, it's quick snaps. You doing, are you doing it, Pete? I'm doing it, Steve. I'm doing, I'm it, doing Pete. it, Me and Pete like to do it together so pete um chargers what do we say here easy win on we go park it there let's say no more how are you how's your day what's your favorite food i mean is that what we're talking here that's 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 what we'd like to say steve yeah um not as easy but, right but yeah well never as easy as these things might appear on on paper you know i think this is one of those games coming into the season that we would have highlighted with a red pen as being a, a very tough road game and yeah, the Chargers off off the back of that their fantastic victory over the Bears last week. I'm sure we'll be very much up for playing the Packers. So I think it's a probably a slightly tougher game than it looks two weeks ago. Do you know what the what the Chargers delivered to us? Um, all obviously it's not well, not unless they're voodoo dolls, and that's how they made this thing happen. But the Bears missing another kick. Eddie Pinheiro doesn't make it again. It's brilliant. I was going to get sound bites, Pete, and play them, and but we'd probably just spend the rest of the podcast laughing. I was trying not to chuckle now, Steve, but I couldn't stop myself. Yeah, it's amazing. It's some of the, sometimes it's just a gift that keeps giving. What sticks out to me with the Chargers is, is obviously um, they have weapons, and they have weapons that are going to create a mismatch for us. Also, on paper, they're not as they're not that bad i mean if you look at their losses so they've lost five games so you're thinking okay they're they're rubbish week two they lost by three points week seven they lost by three points that's a field goal the other three games they lost by a touchdown seven points so you know they're only losing by uh, a touchdown a one score game basically and that's what it could come to in this and as well as that let's not forget that in lambeau field uh philip rivers i think he had a career game it was like 504 yards passing and Demarius Randall, of all people, batted the ball away. So this is always um, a dangerous team. And anybody who says, oh, well, you know, that was Lambeau Field and the Packers' home field advantage and blah, blah, blah. It turns out, Pete, we're going to have home field advantage in this game also because 70% of the 30,000 mm-hmm. seats are apparently going to be Packer fans with other people saying that there's going to be more. There's an awful lot of uh, fans down that neck of the woods. Uh, the SoCal Packer backers and all the rest are probably going to make their way there. So this should be a weirdly home field advantage game um, in this. But what's your take on this game? Do you? F- so you obviously think this is a dangerous team as well and we shouldn't really be sitting on our laurels and on our hands here, right, and expecting the win. Yeah, I mean it's one of it's one of those games where where if you look at it, if you look at it on on paper, you know, you, the, it it looks like a game that the Packers the Packers should win and mm. and should and should win relative relatively comfortably. Um but you know, it's it's the char- the Chargers traditionally have had a very dangerous offense. Um as you said they've got weapons. Philip Rivers third in the league I think in passing yards right now, just behind Rodgers. So it's a team that that can move the ball on, on anybody, but it's, but it's a team that, that I guess from their expectations from, from the start of the season of, of underachieved. Yeah. Which is exactly why, and this is the clincher for me, um, is the Ken Wisenhunt situation, their offensive coordinator. Yep. They turfed him out. They wanted to have a more balanced, uh, running and pass game. Melvin Gordon holds out. 
Then he comes back and they get worse. So go figure. But before we move on, let me just focus on Philip Rivers for a second. There's one sort of discerning factor about this guy, and it's his age, Pete. You think God never farted? It's the old fart drop. Anytime I get a chance to play the old fart drop, I'm going to drop it. And that's Philip Rivers' fit. But anyway, back to some serious, uh, in-depth, uh, very highbrow analysis. If we look at the stats behind this type of thing, we have the 13th best offense, they have the 17th. They have a better defense than us. They're, they rank 12th. That's mostly because of Bosa uh, wreaks absolute havoc. But where this game for me, I think, lies is the fact that they've sacked Wisenhunt because they couldn't get the run game going. Usually when you bring in someone else, now they have their, their quarterback's coach who they're pretty high on, uh, Steve Steichen. Steichen! Uh, so they have him in, uh, a nice um, a German man. So they have him in. Anthony Lynn's probably going to call the plays. He did so on Buffalo in 2016. He's probably going to step into that as well. It'll be a bit much to ask the quarterback's coach who's freshly promoted to be calling plays. Um, and as well, Anthony Lynn's philosophy is to have that balanced attack. Now, whether they can get that going, uh, Pete, it, it sort of remains to be seen. And then on top of that, and this is what makes me laugh, they have a guy called the Money Badger, uh, which is Michael Badgley. So they've released, sacked, sent out of town their kicker, and they've got Michael Badgley back. So this guy's super accurate. However, he hasn't played this season yet. So that's going to be a bit of an X factor as well. But for me... And I'll stop talking now because I know it's quick snaps. Um, is Hunter Henry uh, this tight end? We've struggled with tight ends this season. We struggled against Zach Ertz in our one and only loss, and also um, last week against Travis Kelsey. He was strong arming. He was uh, spinning around, and he was you know he was bodying Kevin King and Darnell Savage on Sunday night. So I think he's going to be the X factor in this game. We're going to have a problem. Yeah, and I think the Packers. Have, you're absolutely right. I mean, we've struggled with the tight end this season, and. And you wonder whether some of that's been when the Packers have been predominantly playing playing zone rather than rather than man defense. Yeah. Um, you know, and you looked at you know Blake Martinez was exposed last last week once or twice by the tight ends, but you know that's part of that. I think is the system that that, that they're playing, and yeah, it's difficult. You look at the Chargers' offense as a whole, and it doesn't look like a big play offense, but you know, it, it's a throw the ball to the backs offense, throw the ball to the tight end offense. So I think their leading receiver um, is a running back, Austin Eckler. Yeah. Um, I think actually, I think him and Keenan Allen have got the same number of re- receptions. So they throw a lot to the backs, but even like, like Keenan Allen, I th- his longest reception this season is lower than 40 yards. So this isn't a throw the ball down the field type of offense, but it is an offense that can kind of move up and down the field on you. Um, now, fortunately, that's the type of offense that the pa- Packers defense has been good against this season. So they've given, you know, the Packers defense has given up a lot of yards, but not a lot of points. So, you know, where, where teams have, have tried to move down the field methodically against this Packers defense, eventually, you know, the Packers, one of the Smiths or whatever has come up with a sack or we've come up with the turnover to to stop that drive. So I think that works in the Packers in the Packers' favour this week. Yeah, it's definitely there's more moving parts I think to this game um, than is to be expected. And I love that their coach came out and they said to him, "You do know the stadium's going to be full of Packers fans, right? It's going to be like a home field advantage." And he's like, "Well, we're not playing the fans; we're playing the Packers." And it's kind of like. Yeah, well, you'd probably prefer to be playing the fans, wouldn't you? Because uh, the, the noise in that stadium is going to be going to be absolutely rocking. And there was a stat that's been flying around. I think it was on the Around the NFL podcast. It was on ESPN. And it says that uh, they're the first team in the Super Bowl era, the Chargers are, with four straight games under 40 yards rushing, which means... 
they're going to have a 200 rushing yard day because that's just the way it pans out. No, absolutely right, and that's you know that's often the way these these things absolutely absolutely pan out, isn't it? But that all of us eventually that streak breaks, doesn't it? Yeah, unfortunately. So the thing that's going to bode well for us though is um, is that uh, yards per rush. As we said, it's a it's a low total, and it's not as if they're not targeting them. They're just sort of slinging passes. Points per game, they're twenty third. Uh, turnovers, they're twenty third in the league. Red zone scoring percentage, they're thirty first. So you know, even if, like you say, we do let them sort of stack up a few yards on us, uh, we tend to be quite good in the red zone, and they tend to be quite bad. So that's going to be uh, an offsetting thing. However, um, you know, their losses, it's a it's a touchdown or less. I do expect, and if I'm going to make bold predictions, that the Packers uh, rack up an early lead, um, and I think we go for it. But there's some pretty stout defensive parts to this team. I mean, we mentioned already Bosa, Joey Bosa. Um, you know, he's been doing really well. Yeah. And, of course, Casey Hayward, who we all know, has been doing exceptional on pass coverage as well. So we're not going to have an easy day with this defense at all, Pete. No, not not, not, not at all. And and you know, you're absolutely right. It, it, the Chargers just feel like one of those teams, Steve, that... that no matter how many points you score, they're going to be within a touchdown of you. Yeah. You know, so so, so if the Packers score 17, they'll be within a touchdown. And if the, if the Packers score 37, they'll be within a touchdown. That just seems to be the modus operandi of the, of, of the charges. And I think you're absolutely right. You know, defensively, um, you know, they're kind of middle third, I guess, top half of middle third, say 12th in, in, in total defense, but the passing defense, in particular, with the two names that you've pulled out there, our friend Casey Hayward and and, jo- and Joey Bosa is, is is strong, and you know Bakhtiari and and Balaga will need to be at their at their best to keep to keep Joey Bosa at bay. Yeah, and I mean two guys who are banged up, and we saw Alex Lloyd come in and have to play left tackle and right tackle in that game against the Chiefs, which he did fantastic, by the way. Um, yeah. So yeah, and the thing is, is I'm worried that that Chiefs game is going to act as a blueprint as well. That you know we they just blitz the. But Jesus, out of Aaron Rodgers. Now again, he's he's done quite well against the Blitz earlier in the season. Uh, that game just gone not too fresh. I don't know whether yeah. that's lack of weapons. Uh, the game plan was going to be dump offs, bunch formations to to Aaron Jones, and as well as that, it is definitely worth a um, subscription to the Athletic to go in and look at Ben Fennell's weekly article where he breaks down you know exactly what the Packers are doing on offense, and you can really see that Matt Lafleur offense. Um, really coming into focus now the bunch formations we were promised are there the safety valve stuff and the sort of inventive stuff with the running backs um are there the you know the mesh plays um are there it's it's really starting to come together and it's it's interesting how ben breaks down then how when you look back at the tennessee the rams the redskins offenses and you see him using the same sort of plays with equal success um, it's really exciting stuff as well. What's the one thing or a couple of things that you're looking for in this game for the Packers to show us, Pete, or improve on um, in this game? Well, I think to I think I think to get the running game going early. Yeah. You know, Rod, Rodgers has been, you know, a, 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 a super high level for the last three or four weeks. Um, and and you're right, they struggled against against the the blitz or pressure this this past week a little bit. Um, but putting that to one side, I think you know the, the the passing offense has been has been super the last three or four weeks. Um, but I'd like to see them run the ball a little bit more. And I and I think that you know they were able to do it this past week when they needed to do it. You know that last that last four or five minute drive to run out the clock was fantastic and something we haven't seen for years and years. And that was that was 
a pretty special drive for a non-scoring drive with no big plays. It was fant- it was fantastic. But yeah, no, I'd like to see them get the, the the running game going a little bit more. And I guess on the other side of the ball, um, I would I would like to see the Packers become the fifth team in a row to stop the Chargers rushing for more than forty yards. That'd be nice. Um, yeah. Pro- pro- yeah, probably a bit a bit unrealistic, but I'd like to see the Packers start to close down the opposition's running game because it just continues to feel like somebody or or some team very soon is going to have a monster rushing day against this Packers defense until the, until they stop it. You know. Yeah, it does look leaky. Certainly against the Chiefs, I found that um, grading the game, especially Lashawn McCoy. That that was a massive flaw. Uh, in Reed's game plan when he fumbled the ball and they took him out of the game because he was getting so yeah. much purchase picking up 9 yards 5 yards 9 yards 7 yards and it's just it's massive and again like I say chunk yardage and you get some purists out there like, oh it's not chunk yardage but it's enough to sort of give you a nice comfortable second and third down um, yeah, absolutely so yeah I, I feel that with the Packers but I'm hoping that what this game will be is it'll be a game where we can continue to put it together uh, touch wood that we don't have any injuries especially to Aaron Jones because again we see people become a bit more banged up Balaga um, and Bakhtiari as I mentioned Bakhtiari being a bit of a penalty machine and then Aaron Jones going out with a shoulder injury and then coming back um, but I do like the inventive stuff that we see with Vitali and Jamal Williams as well even though Jamal Williams got lit up um, in the backfield what I'd expect and what I'd love to see in this game was more of that stuff to come together, bring the tight ends into this, uh, into focus a bit more, um, not have Aaron Rodgers run for his life as much, um, con- continue to see Elton Jenkins play absolutely lights out, um, yeah. and as well as that, to see Lazard, and and as well as that, maybe to see MVS and Gmo take a step up, because they were pretty much anonymous in the last game against the Chiefs so it'd be nice to see them play a bigger part in this game but number one is is get out to an early lead uh, keep the foots on their throats um, and then do sustained drives after that point which as you alluded to we saw in the Chiefs in the you know the last five minutes 13 seconds of that last game it'd be nice to see them sort of go out to an early lead and then just sustain sort of sucky drives um, and then of course keep the charges at bay and make the plays where it happens but yeah for me Pete I think this is going to be with the Packers I'm always Reluctant to say comfortable win, but I reckon this is a two plus touchdown win for me. Well, that would be that would be that would be fantastic. That would, um, yeah, let our hearts and settle for for another week. I, I, my suspicion is it's going to be slightly closer, just because that's that seems to be the way of of charge of Chargers game. So I think seven to ten point pack a win, but but um, you know, barring barring a slew of turnovers by the Packers I think this is a this is a Packers win yeah well there we go and what you said makes sense because they've, they've you know every loss that they've had it's been seven points or fewer but I'm just thinking that the Packers with that home field away field advantage <laughs> uh, are going to take advantage of this and they're going to get steaming so there we go there it is there it is quick stops you doing it Pete I'm don't, doing it. Don't do it. Um, that's great. It's great to have you back, buddy. So um, there's going to be another podcast uh, with another Paddy uh, coming up, which is the trip. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening in. Thanks also to the new uh, Patreon subscribers. If you sign up to that five quid a month tier, you get a free T-shirt after six months, which is effectively getting your money back. It's like it's like you're paying for a T-shirt, you know, in, in piecemeal. And then after that point, if we can get 20 plus uh, Patreon subscribers to that tier, uh, well, then what I'll do is I kick off a monthly 
Patreon only signed pick draw. And I've got some nice ones. I've got Jamal Williams picks, uh, Mason Crosby as well, which is actually, to me, is rare. I don't know if it is to anybody else, but anyway, I'll leave it there. This is Quick Snap. So from myself at NFL, follow the group at UK Packers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, follow me all buddy, me all pal at IT Hedgehog. And we'll speak to you after the Chargers win, baby.